Welcome to Sum It Up, an LSR7 podcast to uplift and center the stories impacting LSR7 students, staff, and its community. Today we're speaking with Lee Summit North speech and debate coach Ben Jewell about being named Missouri Speech and Debate Educator of the Year. I'm Talia Evans. I'm the Assistant Director of Public Relations. And I'm Ben Jewell. I am a social studies teacher and debate coach at Lee Summit North High School. And Ben, you were recently named Speech and Debate Educator of the Year for the state of Missouri. What was it like to hear that news? Um, it was it was very nice. Uh, I received a copy on an email to my activity director that was sort of this long bureaucratic email that I didn't really understand why I'd been copied on. And then I got down to the part where they were like, so what we've decided is, is that Mr. Jewell will receive this particular award. And so um, I was pleased. I was I was just really excited. Yeah, and how does your name get put in the running for an honor like that? Um, I mean, the, the joke here is, is that if you wait long enough. Mm-hmm. Um, but this is the Missouri um, State um, Activities Association, and they run all sports and activities. They have an advisory board that meets a couple of times a year, and their typical job is to go over rules, which has got to be scintillating, right? They go through and they decide whether or not this particular kind of performance is going to be four minutes or five minutes, or whether or not you can use a chair or not use a chair or whatever. And at the end of those meetings once a year, they put forward a list of nominees from people who are connected through the state, and this year mine was one of those, and they actually roundtabled them, and then make they make a decision based on um, the nominations that come, like the nomination letters that come through. And how did you get into um, speech and debate? Is that something that you've done your entire teaching career as well? Well, I mean, so I am not trained to do this in a formal sense which I think is hilarious, right? So when I was a young person trying to get a job in teaching, I listed as one of the things that I would absolutely do under all circumstances was I would work with speech and debate. Because I did it in high school. I went to the national tournament twice as a competitor. I did it for a semester in college. And other than that, I was just, you know, I've always loved the activity. Well, I got hired at Lee Summit North. At the end of the first year, Rachel Russell, who is probably more responsible for me, you know, getting this award than anybody else, she was the debate teacher, and she was about to have a family, and she didn't want to be the debate teacher anymore. And when my principal found this out, my principal was Stan Elliott, and Stan, who is very practical, asked Rachel who should replace her, and she said, you should hire Ben. And I had no idea that she had done this, and he called me down and said, the job's yours if you want. And 48 hours later, I said yes, and so that was in 1999 or 2000, and I've been doing it ever since. Really cool. Um, Can you talk about how... Your philosophy as an educator extends to your work as a speech and debate coach? 
Well, I mean, my philosophy as an educator is really that education is about supplying justice for kids because, you know, what you're doing is they deserve to get from their community the ability to go out into the world and work and live and ride and survive and do the creative things that make us all happy and productive human beings. And, you know, speech and debate is such a wonderful way to do all of those things because we teach kids how to change the world around them in various ways and how to communicate um, using the kinds of tools that every single person is born with, you know, right? Like we all can talk. We sure don't have to be told how to do it. Mm -hmm. Um, Now speaking is a little bit different than talking, right? And so what we do is we funnel that into a direction and we give kids, um, you know, benchmarks and things that they have to research. But what we're ultimately doing is we're building a powerful capacity to communicate about how to change the world for the better. And, you know, to me, that's what education is all about. You know, teaching debate is a different kind of connection with kids because we are out in the community every weekend at debate tournaments. We, you know, debate upwards of 10 topics a year. And we, I mean, it's just a, it's a constant life of the mind and it's a workshop and it's everything that I love about education um, and educational strategy all kind of bound up into one thing. Yeah. Do you have a favorite topic that you've debated or you or your students have debated? <laughs> well, um, the national champion who I coached was in a kind of debate that is very weird and idiosyncratic called big question debate. And the debate topic was resolved that science leaves no room for free will, which is just this deeply philosophical topic. And I really thought the topic was neat. And we had time at the end of the season. And so I taught it to all my classes. I mean, every one of them. I taught it to my my little novice debaters, the Mm -hmm. first year kids, and all my varsity. And we that year, you could qualify to go to the national tournament in it. And I had a novice debater. He loved the topic. And there was one qualifier from our district to the national debate tournament in that topic that year. And he worked his tail off. And novices don't typically go to the national tournament. And he went to the national tournament and he won the national tournament. Wow. As a first-year competitor. And so that was, it was a really cool topic. We had a really great time learning it and, and um, preparing. And then we just had this, you know, really wonderful experience. And uh, that year he won, like, the largest cash prize at the tournament. Being the national champion led him to get a full ride to the University of Chicago. That meant that his tournament money was cash, you know. And, mm-hmm. and he was the sort of student for whom all that was really important. Like, he wouldn't be able to go to college if he were just relying on his normal, you know, family uh, connections. And so uh, it was really kind of wonderful. I want to go back to the benchmarks that you were talking about. How do you set goals for your debate students? Kind of where you start is um, with first-year students who don't really know what they're getting into. And the first 
probably eight weeks of debate class feels like they are learning to be a human being mm-hmm. in a different way. Um, I mean, I don't know how many times I've heard, you know, I just really don't understand why we're doing what we're doing. And then about eight weeks later, I can't believe that I've come this far doing these silly things, you know. Uh, and so, I mean, the the first benchmark is is that you've got to be proficient in enough in two different kinds of speaking events to go to tournaments. And then you need to go to two tournaments per semester. And we have a lot of tournaments. Our season starts in October, and it is not over until the end of March. And mm-hmm. so there are many opportunities for kids to... Um, accrue skills, set personal benchmarks. What is the typical or stereotypical student that you see normally gravitate toward debate? If kids are the sorts of kids who naturally are drawn to politics, um, if they sort of have a natural curiosity for uh, history, that is always something that um, is quite useful. Uh, You know, if if they're kind of goofballs in front of people and they want to get up and, you know, human beings love to talk in the right context. Mm-hmm. Some kids, you know, love to talk in the wrong context and that <laughs> might be the debater, right? Like they're the ones that like to talk when they shouldn't. Those sorts of kids who are, you know, like usually very academically um, gifted, but at the same time, are interested in exploring how they can apply that. What skills and experiences can you say, without a doubt, any student would get from joining speech or debate? Well, so you are compelled to be, you know, you're in front of at least an audience of, of a few, right? And mm-hmm. and just kind of breaking that barrier is an important benchmark. For any debater, they also learn really how to navigate information in our society, which I think is maybe the most important thing that any kid can learn. Um, you know, I, I, always, I, I always tell parents, and, and I think it's true, you know, anybody can debate, and I can teach anybody how to do what we do. I can't make everybody love it, mm-hmm. and I can't make... Um, you know, everybody grow a great deal from it, but I can show you how to do it. And once you have those skills sort of put together, then that toolbox allows you to build on any number of, uh, you know, other, you know, creative, critical thinking skills. And so, you know, it's kids who who tend to have a natural curiosity about the world who, you know, like whatever their level of, you know, academic uh, acumen is, they, they tend to take to it. And, um, and so that's, those are the, those are the, the easiest kids to coach. I mean, those who start off, you know, being great performers almost always get better. Um, but there are many who start off and they stick with it and maybe they don't, they're not sure why, you know, like they're not lighting the world on fire, mm-hmm. but then at the end of their sophomore year or, you know, sometime during their junior year, then they have this kind of moment where they just begin to 
really grow as performers and thinkers and practitioners of what we do. And that's the most edifying, you know, to get a kid who you know was, you know, half a goofball when they were in ninth grade. And by the time that they're seniors, they can get up in front of anybody and communicate a world of ideas. Do you have a specific story that um, you can think back on and say, like, that was, like, the best win? One of my first where I had, I was like, man, I can't believe that kid did that. Um, and, and this this guy, he just, he's, he just got back into town recently. His name's Ben Box. Ben was this sweet goofball who was just, I mean, all of his, like, you know, he was not the sort of kid that thought about winning around. He thought about being polite and and just nice. And, you know, like, he would, he would go to a tournament and lose all four rounds and just be like, well, that was a pretty good experience. <laughs> and his senior year, uh, I, I put him in we, our very last district tournament where you can go to nationals is... It, what's called congressional debate, and I put him in our Senate for that, and that was a chamber then where the kids voted you to go to the national tournament based on your performance, and Ben took first place, and I just remember thinking, I can't believe, you know, that I, when I saw, I, I remember watching the numbers come in and watching his name go to the top of the list. And it was one of those moments where, you know, where you, where you almost cry. You know, you get that little that little feeling in your neck. Mm-hmm. And, and you think, well, oh, if, if only I could do that with every kid. Well, I really appreciate your time. Congratulations. And thank you for sitting down to chat with me for a little bit. You're very welcome. Thanks for listening to Sum It Up, an LSR 7 podcast. Make sure you subscribe on Spotify or Apple Podcasts so you don't miss an episode. It's a great day to be in Lee Summit. Catch you next time.